0: If you're listening, then you know that this is a little bit of a longer episode because it's an interview. I know that if you've been listening for a while, the interviews have been few and far between. But I got a couple in the queue here, and I think you're going to like them from, from different people. People who have not been on the podcast before and people who I don't know if they've done a lot of podcasts before. Either way, uh, the one interview that I'm doing on this episode is from a guy named John Anthony. He is a man who has claimed to have slept with over a thousand women. And this interview is actually coming from a, a live video that I did with him on YouTube. And I know that there's a lot of people who listen to my podcast that are not subscribers of my YouTube channel, which, by the way, you should go check that out if you aren't. And so I decided, well, let me extract the audio because it's just a, a good interview. And I want to give this to you, my podcast listener, because I think you're going to learn something. And it's interesting. I'm getting a lot of lash from people who are you know listening to the interview on YouTube because they're saying a thousand women that's a lot of STDs that's gross that's not something to be proud of yada yada now listen I'm not glorifying the fact that this guy has slept with a thousand women I'm also not judging him I make no judgment whatsoever I don't think it's so cool and I don't think it's really gross it is what it is I don't judge the point here is is this guy, he claims he has. I'll believe him, okay? From the way he talks, it sounds fairly true. This is a thousand women over the course of maybe a decade. And the reason why I wanted to interview him is because if there's a guy out there who claims to have done that, and let's just say that it's a true thing. Well, there's probably something to learn from this guy. I would imagine so. That means as he's interacted with thousands of women, okay? Thousands. That means he's had thousands of interactions with women. You'd imagine this guy would have something to say, some good tips, some good techniques. So I have him on the YouTube channel. We did a really great interview. If you want to see him in action or me in action doing the interview, you can see it, but you're here right now, and you're here to listen to the, to the episode. So I think you're going to like it, you're going to learn something. So yeah. anyways, he has some products for sale, some cool stuff and his YouTube channel. He'll be talking about them on the interview as well, so you can check those out. And also just a little announcement. Which I've been doing every episode now. If you don't already know, coaching is open. That's right. The doors are open for coaching with yours truly, me, Trip. And I can help you out. All we need to do is get you over to tripadvice.com/slash coaching, where you'll see an application. Fill out that application. Okay. Fill out that application. And then I will pick which application is the best application to see if you're a good fit. How do you become the best? Well. You got to have some qualifications. You got to be over 18 and you have to be able to fill out the application so I can read it. Full sentences please and fill it out as honestly as possible. And Then if I pick you, you'll be emailed and we'll set up a call. We'll get on a call. You will actually talk to me, not one of my team members. You'll get on the phone with me and we'll go over coaching and seeing if it's a good fit for you. And we can help you with whatever situation you're in right now. If you're not meeting women, Maybe you're in a situation and you're kind of in a relationship, kind of not. Maybe you want to get your ex back. Whatever the situation is related to dating, sex, and relationships, you know I'm here for you and I will help you. So Go to tripadvicecom slash coaching to apply. For now, here is my interview with John Anthony, the man who has said he has slept with a thousand women. Hey, what's going on? Trip Kramer here from TripAdvice.com. I'm doing a very exclusive and special interview with a new guy in the scene, at least new for me. I haven't heard of him until very recently, but he's got some really good content. His name is John Anthony, from John Anthony Lifestyle. And you can check him out at his YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash c slash John Anthony Lifestyle. But something's telling me you can probably just do youtube.com slash John Anthony Lifestyle. You I, think, I think you need
1: to see it. Yeah. You do need to see? Yeah. Can you throw it in the chat just so people have it?
0: Yeah, I'll throw it in the, the chat right now. YouTube live. And yeah. also, uh, I'm going to put this in the description below. So if you're watching this later on, then you can just check out his channel below. So why am I doing an interview with John Anthony? Well, he's intrigued me a lot because nice. he has a claim. He has a special claim that he has slept with over a thousand women, which is quite a lot. So I'm only imagining a man who has slept with that many women, has probably learned a thing or two about what attraction is, what seduction is, and how to get a girl interested in him. I mean, am I right?
1: I've traded traded my life away. The the past decade has just been eat, breathe, and sleep this shit. So yeah, I've learned a few things. How old are you now? 35. I'll be 36 in October. I didn't get into the game until I was about 27. So I was a a late starter. Like official game, like reading the book The Game and Mystery Method and all that stuff. But I've been going out ever since college, regulated parties with that. And But I think leaving college, I've been with about 17 chicks. So things have picked up a bit.
0: So I'm curious, what, what got you into this? I mean, for someone who has slept with a thousand women, even if you have that uncanny ability to be able to do that, that takes a lot of time. So you've yep. been dedicating like you said, you said 10 years, I mean, a lot of time. So this must have been something that really triggered you to get this handled. I'm curious what that was.
1: Okay, so I came from like a super reserved, super introverted, shy place, social anxiety, general anxiety. High school, I didn't really even talk to many girls. I was probably out of 700 kids in high school, like straight up probably the most shy guy in the whole high school. I sat with like two other really smart guys. I just had like a natural, like genetic intelligence, like a knack for being extremely analytical, like like very, very hyper-analytical. So I was able to, like in high school, I was day trading stocks. I was winning all these chess tournaments. In college, I moved into playing professional poker. I was taking all these advanced placement classes in high school. I I ended up going to school for computer science and philosophy. And I did two master's degrees in human-computer interaction and philosophy of cognitive science. And then took the LSAT. I almost went to law school but ended up working on nuclear missiles for the U.S. government for five years. Like, if there was a nuclear, biological, chemical missile attack on the U.S. or allies, how do we optimize the speed of response time and accuracy of response? So it was mostly devoted to intellectual pursuits, like the the analyzation. But I had all this social anxiety, and I started becoming more extroverted as I got into college. And... One of my really smart friends who ended up doing like a PhD in quantum physics, he was like, dude, you got to read this book called The Game. He's like, it teaches you how to get girls. And I had no idea how to do it at that point. This was back when I was maybe like 23, 24. And I was like, bullshit, it sounds like a scam. So most people that hear about that there can be like a method to the madness or a strategy, they think it it sounds like a bunch of snake oil or a bunch of scamming stuff. So for like two years, I was like, no way. And he's like, he's like, trust me, like, just give it a chance. I was like, no. And then he got into the book called The Mystery Method, written by Mystery from the community. And he's like, you got to read this one, too. And, and I, I remember there was one particular night that was like the turning point where I had won like a really big poker tournament, won a whole bunch of money, took all my friends out to celebrate, were buying all these drinks, having a good time, tried talking to a bunch of chicks and just got fucking destroyed the whole night. And I was like, dude, I remember coming back home. That this is like the turning point. I was, I was saying to one of my friends, not one of the smart ones, but he was like, I was like, dude, like that fucking sucked. Like we need to learn this shit we need to figure this out. My buddy's been recommending this book. Like, I'm going to read the fucking book. So I went and read the book, The Game, and that was like, oh my God, right? I'm sure you've read that book before.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know anyone who hasn't. I mean, I, yeah, it's yeah, funny yeah, too, because sure. I always say to guys, like my story is no different than any other guys. That's what got me in too. That's what got th- tens of thousands of guys into it because no one was aware of the idea that you could learn how to meet women. And I think that book, came out and was embedded into pop culture, right? It was a bestseller. So all of a sudden, guys were like, wait, you could learn this stuff? This is a thing, yeah. right? So yeah, that's mm-hmm. how it sounds like you got a hold of it as well.
1: Yeah, so it, it really was kind of like a big flip and I just treated it as just another skill game. So I always advocate to my clients and I've always held the position that this is just a skill game. I, I look at it just like chess, just like poker, just like if you were trying to get good at professional sports, I look at it as strategy and tactics and the way that I've kind of evolved and optimized the method over the years. And I can go into that later, but it's basically been find the best guys at this and always trying to be finding guys that are better than me at any area. So if guys are better than me talking to girls during the day or at nighttime or with texting or with retaining the girls or with going on dates or any little aspect of the game, I sit down with them, you know, befriend them, of course, not just leech off them, but exchange what we're both doing, try to figure out what it is that makes their system work better for that particular area and then adapt accordingly after testing it against what I'm doing, basically basically like a scientific method. And I'm also always analyzing the whole system and looking for weak spots and suboptimal spots and also trying to figure out what are the big things that make the results happen at the end and how can I tweak those things to make them produce more results. So I had the system really solid by around 2012. That's... When I hit my first 100, that was June 2012, I hit 100 late count. And then I actually started instructor assisting for Real Social Dynamics, RSD, in the second half of 2012. And I just really saw their system as too abstract and too woo woo. And I, I didn't really like, there wasn't enough strategy and, and solid focus on the things that I thought mattered the most. So I started my own company in, in 2013. But I didn't really get serious about my YouTube until about a month ago because I had so much business from word of mouth referrals because guys that took my programs got really good, really fast, usually on the first night of training. So I just had plenty of guys to train and I did it as a hobby at first. And then I quit working in the tech industry background like 2014. So I've been having that extra time definitely helps a lot too, because I can go on dates during the day with girls that are in college or that, you know, don't have full-time jobs and stuff like that. So there's more opportunities for dates and closes and, Basically, a a typical day in the past 10 years was either on a date with a girl I was already seeing, texting to set up new dates, or out at the bars and clubs, meeting more girls, or using Tinder or something like that. So it was like almost all the time was devoted to game for better or worse.
0: So, I mean, a thousand women is a lot. So that means you've approached thousands and thousands of women. That means you've had Mm -hmm. thousands of conversations. I
1: haven't tracked tracked the approaches, but I do know, like in my phone currently, around December of last year, I had over 10,000 contacts. So my close rate's about 10% out of the phone numbers I'm getting.
0: So you would say then that it's a bit of a numbers game?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like volume volume has to be a part of this, but skill is a big part of this too. But I think one of the big misconceptions in the community is that, or just with guys trying to learn to get good with women, is they think that most girls they talk to will like them. Most girls that get a phone number will meet up. But I've talked to a lot of other top guys. I don't know if you can confirm these stats if you, or if you kept track of these stats or not. But 10% seems to be what the top guys are doing in terms of bringing a phone number to a, a sex encounter.
0: So you're saying that 10 numbers, one out of 10 will end up be someone you're having sex with? Yep. I mean, I don't know for sure. I'd say that's about right. You know what I mean? It's all yeah, relative too. I mean, like if there's a guy out yeah. there who has barely done this before and he's doing 5%, so that means he's doing one out of 20, I would say that's pretty good too. But uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I haven't really kept track of that. It's, that it's,
1: it sounds it sounds low, like if it even sounds low to me because I'm like, wait, like a lot of times I go up to a girl, she likes me, I take her home. But, you know, I don't need to do like approaches all night or like most dates I have, I can get the girl to come back and, and hook up. But if you really think about it though, like two a week, just talking to your numbers, two a week times fifty-two, that's hundred a year. There's almost there's not many guys doing that. Like I know a lot of the top guys, there's not many guys doing that consistently. And we're all meeting a lot more than two girls a week if we're going out a few nights a week and doing some Tinder and Bumble, the occasional day game approach during the daytime. So, you know, if you're meeting 40, 50 girls in a week and you can close two or three of those, or even like 30 girls and you can close three of those, that really starts to add up over time. So it took me um, eleven years to the first hundred, like eleven years after losing my virginity. Now I was doing about a hundred a year. And then I made some key tweaks and did 143 in, in 2015. And then we will get into all that. Just, I, a lot of people when I when I talk like this, they think I just sound like a huge <laughs> well, asshole.
0: Why do you <laughs> I'm say talk, that? I'm t- why do you I'm say talking, that well,
1: I'm talking people are like, oh, you're objectifying. The thing is like the girls that I date, they know like i form like really close connections with these girls. I don't just treat them like a number. Like I don't objectify since I talk about these things in terms of stats or in terms of like a lot of my game is very systematic. Just how I view poker and chess, not like robotic, but there's high level flows to what's happening. So like you're still being yourself and the whole thing's dynamic, but there's a lot of high level flows and structure and rules that apply. And when I talk about things like that, people think I'm like looking at it very callously or mathematically, but I always try to make sure people are aware that I'm differentiating the process from you know the interactions with girls, like I, I get pretty close with all the girls I'm seeing regularly. We treat each other like boyfriend girlfriend without the label most of the time for the rotation girls. Yeah, when I when I talk about like oh I'm doing 100 a year, 200 a year, like it just sounds a little off putting sometimes to people.
0: Well, how do you feel about it?
1: I don't think it's off putting. I mean, it's I'm not really just like going for numbers like. That's like I think like are you sure? Because
0: I think you are. No,
1: no, because there's plenty of (laughs) no, like there's plenty of chances that I have to go on new dates where I'll see girls. Like right now in Poland, there's like 16 regular girls, and that's that's a lot of work on its own. But I'll prioritize them over going on new dates. Like I'm not even going on many new dates that often. I think the high number comes as a byproduct of skill, and I will also keep the quality really high. So if I have an opportunity to close or get with a girl that's you know like six and a half to seven range or whatever. A lot of times I'll pass that up or if I'm talking to a girl and she gets too drunk at the bar or whatever, I'll be like, you know, hit me up later during the week. There's like plenty of opportunities where I pass up on stuff that I, I could get the number higher. And I, I talk about that in my videos, where that's not just like this cold hard thing going for numbers. And a lot of times I'll spend a Friday or a Saturday with like one of my favorite girls that I'm seeing regularly when I could go out and meet 15 more girls or whatever. So it's, I think it comes as a byproduct of skill, like granted, not having a, But nine to five helps a lot to. Do you think
0: that uh, high leg count should be a goal for guys?
1: No. I I think guys should have like their own personal goals, whatever that may be. But I think that they're going to need to get guys use the term like batting average, like a good probability of whatever stranger they talk to, they should get that skill down pretty well. And, And that usually comes as a product of more experience and more volume so like i just got an email from a client maybe a few weeks ago he said that he started studying my stuff when he'd been with around 12 girls about 14 months later he'd been with about 115 and then he had like this perfect full package girlfriend and he like dropped it out of the game for now an and he's like i'm totally happy with this girl now but he couldn't have just said in the beginning like all right i'm just gonna get that girl now because he wasn't ready yet like he needed to he needed to like kind of work his way up you can't just like jump to the top and and you don't have the the presence and the value and the charisma and all that stuff that, that comes through the experience of dating a bunch of girls and like a lot of guys look on my program and they haven't been with many girls and they're like all right i only want to sleep with a girl above a nine on this program and i'm like yeah don't be all you're gonna have to like work your way up to that like the first time i was around a nine on a date i was like terrified I mean, you might be able to relate it's, it's hard to just you know, you're, oh, yeah
0: you're not you're not used to hanging out with girls who are really attractive so yeah, it's yeah. Like, so it's you, you get ner- you know as, as nervous as you are to maybe approach them mm-hmm. now you're going on dates with them or you're consistently sleeping with them whatever it is and so yeah you're you're trying to get over that as well you know so so yeah, yeah. I, I do agree in that aspect is whatever your goal is even if it is something that a long-term relationship you do need to have some skills under your belt, you need to be going out and going on a lot of dates, I mean, just to get good at being able to interact with women and also trying to find out what kind of woman you want you know it's exactly all yeah, you know what exactly. your goal is what do you think yeah. your biggest lessons are from from sleeping with over a thousand women, just like a couple of your of your of your biggest ones, like something that really sticks out
1: I would say well in terms of like the process of getting them I, I found that the the biggest Thing and the whole system and the whole process is working leads correctly, which refers to phone numbers. So, like the management of setting up dates, like taking phone numbers you get from nighttime interactions, daytime interactions, online game interactions, and setting up those dates. That's I think the key to actually getting those girls to meet up, doing that properly. But other stuff I've learned is: I don't know, I've I've just seen so many instances of cheating and lying and stuff like that. I mean guys do that stuff too but I don't know it's you kind of get a little bit jaded after seeing enough of that stuff or
0: you're saying like the women that you've slept with are cheating on their boyfriends?
1: Sometimes. I mean you see enough of of girls cheating on their their boyfriends or their husbands or just, you know, being in, involved as a coach and, and being friends with other guys that are are sleeping with a bunch of girls or doing this, you know, to get better. You just hear about so much stuff and see so much stuff. Whereas, I don't know, it's hard, it's hard to find like a good, like right now I'm living in Eastern Europe and the, the girls are a lot more, have more traditional values. It's the way that I think a lot of girls in the Western cultures have, for better or worse, well, definitely I think for worse, but have kind of drifted more towards this disrespecting kind of more slutty, more kind of sleeping around girl. And she's like constantly trying to trade up, you know? So it's, it's tougher these days to, to be in a monogamous relationship. And have faith in the girl whereas these girls a lot of these girls in eastern europe they just that doesn't even cross their mind they're just focused on you and they like they have like this you know this familial structure and value stuff going on in their mind
0: well this is interesting so i'm imagining if you've had all these experiences i'm wondering if you've had any conversations with some of these women that have been cheating or what did you say dating up i'm wondering if they've said anything to you of maybe why or more specifically if they've said anything about their dating up or their current boyfriend or husband or something like that like do you have any insight there of maybe why that's yeah
1: yeah a lot of the, the girls that are cheating it's their dude is not high value enough like a lot of times he's like a stable provider kind of guy where he's just he's like a rock in their life and maybe he's paying for some of their stuff or whatever but he doesn't bring that alpha presence to the table. He doesn't have like the proper confidence and charisma. And they're usually trying to gravitate towards the bad boy guy that's you know going to have sex with them better and it's going to give them more highs and lows and better experiences and is going to be crawling up their ass and, and texting them all day and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean that's that's like a that's like probably the most negative answer I could have given in terms of what I've learned I mean whatever learned,
0: stuck out I know. to you stuck out apparently, I mean, let's be honest, sometimes the negative stuff has more of a presence in our mind than the positive, right
1: yeah i I think kind on of a more positive note is is like just i I've lived in a whole bunch of different countries now too all over the world and and i I just this this stuff doesn't get boring, like meeting new girls doesn't get boring. Each girl is like a new, fun experience for me. Like they have different personalities, different interests, you know, different types of stuff they like to do. And so for me, like I just like having a harem of regular girls because there, there might be like one girl that's like shy and wants to talk intellectual stuff, another girl that wants to go out and party and go to like different festivals and stuff, and then there's girls that you know want to have like sit down romantic dinners, and they all have different personality types, body types, and that keeps the whole thing really interesting. So living in different cultures and experiencing different girls personalities and different body types that to me beats like just settling for okay this is the body type i have now for a year five years or for life and like one personality can get predictable and boring on both sides i think and then people start having wandering eyes and i just think monogamy is pretty unrealistic especially with all the, the social media and stuff like this going on today there's just temptation and people are meeting people too often and stuff like that and it's I don't know. I'm I'm happy with just having one or two main chicks I really like, and then a bunch of you know side partners. Usually between five and ten. Or right now it's it's a little bit high, but.
0: So with all of these results that you've gotten, what do you think it is that makes the biggest difference? Like, why do some guys get good and some don't?
1: I think the majority of guys are are looking at the wrong stuff. I, I think a lot of the advice out there on dating is is pretty bad. It's either incorrect advice or very suboptimal in some way. A lot of the guys giving the advice aren't getting really good results for themselves. Like when I when I claim the thousand claim, I've been steadily reporting it in in a number of different ways for years. But I have there's like countless what they call like field reports in the community where, where other advanced guys have detailed spending months with me and, and the results that they've seen me get personally. The hidden camera and field footage I have like over a hundred instances of from start to finish taking a girl home. I recorded that for like, like a whole year going out five nights a week. I I had my old Instagram, which is now shut down. I posted like 300 different girls in a row. So I actually post the proof of this stuff. I have, I have like what I would consider more proof than most people in the industry or or anyone that I've found. So, and people that know me know that I take the, not that the lay count is everything, but it's a good objective measure of skill. So a lot of the other coaches out there, like I know a lot of coaches that haven't even slept with girls yet. Hold on,
0: hold on. We're getting off topic here. We got to go yeah, back yeah. to the question. Yeah, yeah. What is the? Because I want these guys to learn something from you, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and get some value here. So, what do you think makes the biggest difference? Like, why do some guys get good, and why do others don't? What is it?
1: Okay, yeah. So, to so that last point, the biggest thing is a lot of people are following the wrong guys. So it's a lot of blind leading the blind in the forums and in the the channels and stuff like that. You have people that are not getting results themselves, giving advice to other people. So that's number one. Number two, people are just lazy. You know, a lot of guys would prefer to just be like theory junkies and watch a whole bunch of videos and then not go out and take any action. But yeah, I think I think the and the blind is, is really the huge main culprit because a lot of guys that I know put in tons of time and effort, in some cases money, buying paid products or, or getting live trainings. But that's not helping them. Lots of times it's like setting them back. And as they go through months and years with that particular coach or a variety of coaches that aren't helping them. They'll keep buying more products from that coach and keep taking more live trainings. Like I'll have guys that come to me and say, I've taken 11 programs of real social dynamics, live programs, and I don't know what to do in a nightclub like in terms of talking to the girl, but they don't have a clue after 11 live programs.
0: So how can a guy become aware of that? Because of course now they can, I guess, because they're hearing you say it. So there's an awareness now, but how do you know? How do you know if you're not getting the right information? How do you know if you're not getting the results that you should be getting in a specific amount of time? How do you figure that out?
1: Yeah, see, I, I think the problem is, is that a lot of these companies that are misleading guys and, and giving incorrect principles and suboptimal principles, they have really, really good marketing and a lot of them are lying about the results. So there's even a bunch of cases of them faking in-camera stuff. And so guys don't know. And it's hard for... Like a guy like me that's just existed through referrals for most of the year. Like I haven't blown up a huge following on YouTube. That's that's what I'm focusing on this year. But I would say just in terms of without having to do research through the whole industry, if you're not sleeping with at least two or three new girls every month or two, like something, something's got to change. Like these guys, I know a lot of guys, they're doing like seven nights out. They're never getting like a new chick in their life. And they will... Every once in a while, but it's usually due to luck and not skill. So it'll be like a drunk girl lost her friends and like maybe isn't that attractive, and they're like in the right place at the right time. They're like, "Oh, game is working." It's like, no, it's not. So I mean, you see, what like what percentage of the of the guys that do this do you think your experience are getting like good to a sufficient degree where they're where they're like happy with their results? If you had to put oh, a number, up I mean, there. if
0: I had to put, uh, it's hard, low. Yeah. So I think a lot of the stuff that we teach, I think a lot of the videos on my channel become more entertainment for guys than anything. It's really fun to watch them. It's fun to get the advice. It's even it's like you get this cozy feeling inside that there is an answer. Yep. So you see the potential of getting the results. And sometimes that feels good enough for guys to have. It's like the same idea as like you buy a book at a store. How many how many times have you bought a book? and you just haven't it just read it. It sits there. Yeah. It sits there. But you really wanted to buy the book, and you got excited to buy the book, and, and, and it felt good. But then all of a sudden, you just haven't read it. I know I've done that plenty of times. Yep. A lot of books I haven't read. you know. So I think a lot of guys end up getting excited by the idea of getting results. But then when it comes down to it, they realize it's a lot of work. And not every guy, not every person is cut out to do a lot of work. It's true. You know, when I first started, yeah, yeah. This, I was going out, I was like you, I was going out three to four times a week. There was periods where I'd go out every night for like three weeks at a time. I would do that a few times a year. And it was hard work. I really enjoyed it though. I don't know. Maybe there's people out there who, I enjoyed it because I liked the challenge of it. Of like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go out, I'm going to get better at this. It was like the idea of like going to the gym, you know, like, okay, I'm going to go and Gain muscle, lose weight, whatever it is, you know. So I'll just say I think it's about trying to find the fun in it. When you know, when I coach guys and I help them out and I give them exercises to do and approaches to do, if we're doing like phone coaching, I try to remind them like, Duh, don't make this a thing where you're just like, oh, okay, I gotta do the homework, I gotta go on approach. Like, try to make it fun for yourself. Try to find the entertainment for yourself in this in the process of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm curious, what do you think the most common reason is for people who do fail or give up? You know, it's like guys are going out there, they are trying this, they actually are, let's say, reading the book, right? Or doing the coaching or taking the program or watching the YouTube videos. But then they fail, or they just stop. What do you think it is?
1: Well, it goes back again, a lot of times to just, they're following the wrong people. But the other big thing is that they're they have unrealistic expectations. So I'm putting out that real stat that a guy that slept over a thousand girls, I'm getting a 10% close rate. So that sounds really low, but guys are expecting almost like a hundred percent success rate with this. Like what I've seen with a lot of the guys that I've coached and stuff like this is that when they get a rejection, so to speak, the girl doesn't want to talk to them, whatever you want to call it, like a negative reaction. They take it personally and they're like, okay, like I'm not good enough or there's something wrong with me or I'm a loser, or something like this. And what I try to teach guys is, like, you're not going to take home most of the girls you talk to. You're not going to get most of the girls you talk to on dates. So instead of expecting every girl to like you, but and when we get to intergame mindsets, internal mindsets, I tell guys you should assume that every girl will like you, and when you talk to her, that you already have her before you approach, before you go in. But you shouldn't expect every girl. Like, there's plenty of girls that have boyfriends. That aren't going to cheat there's plenty of girls that just aren't in the mood to talk to anyone and the the really pretty ones they're constantly being approached by low value guys that have no idea what to do or what to say and so even when a cool guy comes along they're just going to kind of brush him off a lot of time they're going to ignore him or they're going to give him a, a token negative reaction just because they can't entertain this and the stream of nice guy approaching so i tell guys like have realistic expectations and then after that, it's just finding the right coach, finding, finding a guy that really is getting good results, which there's not many of us, and just soak up his stuff. So the stuff I'm putting out on my channel now, I really kind of cranked it up. I'm putting out 60 videos a week. And I'm doing hidden camera breakdowns from start to finish. And I'm breaking down exactly what I'm doing, what I'm saying so guys can copy that. I'm going through key certain things that I'm doing that guys can replicate. Like I'll, I have a video on how to set up dates straight to your house. So you don't even need to take them for a drink or coffee. Like you can just, I give them the exact text I, I use to get them straight over to the house. Or I say like, here's what you do once you get the girl back to your house. So there's no more guesswork there. Or like, here's exactly what I'm doing and saying to take a girl home in five minutes. And so guys can copy this stuff. And I get emails all the time where guys are like, just from the free YouTube stuff, the products go much deeper. But just from the free YouTube stuff, guys are like, wow, like I wasn't getting any results before and now I'm getting tons of results. So, I try to keep the quality really high in terms of the content that I'm putting out. And I just weigh up to the production the past month. I think that's what, what caught your attention. How did you uh, see my channel? I'm just curious.
0: I think one of your videos just came up on the side and I just okay. checked it out. I then saw what you were doing and just thought it was interesting. You
1: know? Yeah. I just started the channel like uh, maybe a year and a half ago, even though I've been in this for like a decade. Like I said, with the referral stuff, I never really needed to go. You know, get out there and just make a whole bunch of content because our people take my stuff for getting good and then they tell all their friends, etc But yeah, in the past month, I just, after hitting a thousand at the end of last year, I was like, all right, I really need to get this in front of a lot more people. So I got a lot of really good testimonials coming in, and guys were like, dude, you single handedly changed my life. Like, I look at everything differently now. Like, I have all these options now with girls. And I just heard that from enough guys. And I was like, all right, I need to, 2019 is where I'm going to. Take YouTube seriously, and I think just putting out more consistent content in terms of six days a week, and then up in the production. I have an editor now that makes everything look pretty, and that's probably why it was recommended to you because now it's, it's starting to gain traction.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm curious too because you say you have a lot of videos coming out. You know, one of the things that guys struggle with the most is keeping an interaction going. Right? It's like they'll they'll ditch out pretty fast. Yep. Or they won't know what to say, things like that. Do you talk a lot about it in your channel? Maybe you can share some tips with us for the guys. Cause yeah. I know that guys really want to learn how to be able to keep the interaction going. So curious to hear what you have to say about that.
1: Yeah, that's one of the questions I get asked the most from clients. So the first recommendation that I give is don't make it a big deal. Like don't see the chick as like some special thing where you need to like have these perfect responses. So I tell guys like when you're interacting with your close friends, are you ever wondering like what should I say next? What should I do next? What if I run out of things to say? No, you're just flow naturally with your friends. So I tell guys to speak to women, even hot women, the same way they would speak to their close friends, but just incorporate more flirting and sexuality. Like you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna make sexual remarks to your guy friend. But <laughs> if you are, maybe you should be at a different, a different place. But you know, don't make it a big deal. So that way when you're in the interaction, it's not. Guys are trying to do too much micromanagement. They're like, what does she think of of how I'm acting? What should I say next? You know, what if I fucked up? How good is this going so far? All these things. And that kind of, you know, manifests itself in freezing them up. And they look unsure of themselves. and They they look not confident. So just talk to the girl like you would talk to anyone that you're close friends with. And then the other piece is have a bunch of go-to topics. So I I talk about my Occam's Razor product. I talk about just a whole bunch of go-to things. So I'll talk about, I'll ask the girl, what is your ethnicity? I'll even ask those like typical interview questions. That a lot of coaches say, don't ask. I'll ask her like, what area you do live in, what do you do for work? Oh, cool. I do this for work. I'll talk about different experiences I've had with, with traveling this, whatever, whatever comes to mind. So I always teach guys like whatever comes to mind, speak about that, but always be steering things kind of in the direction where you're going to try to take your home. or You're going to try to set up a date. So, I don't encourage guys to have these conversations that lead to nowhere. Like some guys will talk for like thirty minutes, sixty minutes, hour and a half, and then they kind of like stall out. And then the girl's like, "All right, we'll have a good night," but they never really had any focus or or structure of how to take move things forward. So yeah, I mean, if they're if they're just speaking to people like they would a close friend, and then having a bunch of go to topics, then it, everything kind of flows from there.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that. I, I give similar advice too when it when it comes to talking to women like they're your friend, right? It's like guys don't have any confidence issues or nervousness or anxiety when they're talking to their friends or their family. So it's like, how can you bring out that energy or how can you call back to what it's like to have conversations in those terms and bring that into the conversation with women? So it's like kind of like a new mindset, I like that. My last question here is things have changed from five, 10, 15, 30 years ago. How do you get good at meeting women in 2019? And how do you also how do you think it's changed in the last five years?
1: I think online has gotten a lot more popular. I think um, like five years ago, Tinder was, you know, it was starting to come out, but they they've refined it and, and popularized it a lot more. So I, I think Tinder is a lot better of a source of leads than it used to be. And if you look at someone like, like Casanova, like the famous seducer Casanova, he says in his memoirs he slept with like 143 different girls. He didn't have a cell phone, he wasn't able to work all these, these phone numbers properly. So I, I think like being able to work your phone numbers properly to get meetups, that's like the bread and butter of of the the closing. If you're able to acquire, you know, 30 to 50 phone numbers through a combination of bars and clubs, Tinder and Bumble, and then your daytime approaching that you might do in passing and then you're able to work those into like four or five dates each week and you get good at running the date and closing the date like it's just like a funnel basically and then that just turns out a whole bunch of new regular hot girls in your life and then you can keep around the ones that you like there's i think there's too much emphasis by a lot of coaches on oh you have to take her home the same night or you have to take her home the same day you meet her and yeah like i know how to do that really well and i teach guys how to do that but that's only one girl of the whole night. Right. So the rest of the time you're going to be getting a phone number. And I think a lot of guys don't work their phone numbers properly and they fall through the cracks so that a lot of these conversations and leads that they have are, are turning into nothing and they're going cold over time too. So if they meet a girl on a Saturday, for instance, after that week's gone by, if they haven't gotten the girl on a date, then the number is in large parts, not, not very useful at that point. So they get, go get more numbers, but they're just like this number collection leading to nowhere. So I I've really focused in. I have a second product called the Elise Machine that came out January first of this year. It's www.sexleadmachine.com, and it it is literally like my the result of all my evolution optimization of my texts from that whole ten year period. So I just give flowcharts of every possible control path that can happen and every possible objection that come up. And the exact optimal responses to give teach each one so that you can get the meetup with the highest probability, which is all that matters at the end of the day. But in terms of other things that have changed, I, I don't even do Instagram or, or Snapchat game. Like I have zero closes off Instagram and Snapchat. I just never really went that route. But I think a lot of guys are focusing too much on that stuff. They're trying to, you know, build up like this amazing Instagram, doing all this like work and stuff. And there's just not much... Bang for the buck there. I don't know what you found with with Instagram or Snapchat, but guys are kind of like riding these trends and putting their focus in the wrong places.
0: Yeah, I think all that stuff is just a waste of time. You know, a lot of guys yeah. ask me questions about how do you DM a girl, how do you how do you get her to meet up off of Instagram. It's like it's going to be really hard. <laughs> That's my answer. Unless you are making it so hard, hard on yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah, unless you're some, some crazy influencer and you have thousands and tens of thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. But even so, if you're trying to focus on that, what you're not doing is spending time meeting women in person where yeah. the attraction really happens and where the skill set makes the most difference. Yeah. Because eventually you're gonna be with them anyways in person. So I just think, yeah, all that all the new tech stuff is just a waste of time, including apps. I mean, Apps are a good way to meet women. I know a lot of guys get great results from it, but I just think that you can do so much more for yourself, skill-wise, if you focus on meeting women in person and not, you know, going along with the technological trends that are happening. So,
1: yep. yeah, not enough guys are focused on the on the fundamentals. That's I tell guys like, don't worry about all this other stuff. Get the fundamentals down, and then, you know, get good at meeting a girl in real life in the daytime, and the nighttime, and then you can go from there and build on it. Cool. Awesome.
0: Well, this concludes our video. Uh, John Anthony from youtube.com slash C slash John Anthony Lifestyle, which I'll put down in the description. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, I was really yeah. curious to just like interview you and, and hear your thoughts. And I know you're a new guy in the scene in terms of social media. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. you are not that new because you've been around for a while and you've been instructing uh, with different companies and things like that. But But yeah, man, it was cool getting to know you and doing this. So thanks for being here. And uh, guys, if you're interested in what he has to say, you like what he had to say today, uh, go in the description again and check out his YouTube channel there. Thanks, man.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot. All right, take care, guys.